Hello, this is Yara Stark and welcome to another interview with an entrepreneur. Today I've got Madeline Veenstra on the line with me. And if you've never heard of Madeline, she's actually the founder of Wiki Fashion, which we're going to learn a bit about in this interview. Uh, and Madeline's actually, well, I should check. Madeline, are you born and raised in Brisbane like me? Yes, I am. Awesome. <laughs> now, you sound more like a person from Brisbane than I do, though, so <laughs> you're more authentic. So, um, well, where... What, where did you begin this process? Did you, did you go to uh, University of Queensland like I did? Uh, I did. I went to UQ and I started there in about 2004 and I, um, I didn't do anything to do with fashion. Obviously, UQ doesn't have any fashion courses, but I did Japanese and economics. Um, so I became an economist when I graduated and I would kind of just started wiki fashion on the side. It was more of a hobby to sort of a new channel like my creativity into something and it just sort of started to take off and um, it was a lot more I guess rewarding than being an economist because at the time I was being trained to become an econometrician so very like hardcore data sit on excel all day long kind of stuff so not very thrilling. <laughs> yeah, I remember doing the uh, just the basics. Uh, I did a business management degree at, at UQ. Yeah. In, in the economic subjects, just yeah, I could not imagine doing that for a full time living. I think I'd go crazy. Oh yeah, I told them that in my interview. I said I don't like maths, and they thought I was joking. And then they gave me the statistics job. Oh no. Nice. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you yeah. practice your serious version and the, the joke version. <laughs> So, is there any history of entrepreneurship in your background? Did you have the lemonade stand as a you know ten year old or anything like that? Um, actually, I think I did. I had a car wash slash lemonade stand when I was about thirteen. I put all of these signs on our front um, driveway saying free car wash and lemonade stand, and my dad got very angry and took down all the signs. But yeah, other than that, I haven't. Um, I haven't really done too much. I think Wiki Fashion kind of just came about, um, not an accident, but it was, like I said, more of a hobby. It wasn't something that I thought I could um, make any money from. It was just something that I think a lot of people noticed was missing as well, and they came on board. And so it kind of grew from that. Mm. Uh, you must be reasonably exposed to, I guess, two things, fashion and technology. Is, have you always been interested in those areas? Oh, yeah. Um, well, with fashion, I worked at Country Road and Maya, so I was in retail all throughout university to um, pay my rent and things like that. Um, so I was always interested in fashion. And my um, boyfriend, who's also my co-founder, he is a programmer. So, um, yeah, I think he sort of helped me with the wiki and doing the technical side of it and got it started from there. And then I learnt um, wiki syntax and sort of took over. Uh, interesting. So I, I didn't realize your business partner was also your boyfriend. So that's, Yeah, he's actually my fiancé now. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So that, that's, that sounds like one of those, uh, you know, never work with family sort of moments. So how, how's it going working with a partner? Um, no, it's really good. I mean, he has a lot of projects, a lot of things that he's working on as well. So it's not really a full-time thing for him. It's full-time for me. Um, and he just helps out when there are technical issues and things like that. So at the moment we're 
um, building out the community aspect more, so a forum and um, ways that our members can talk to each other and things like that. So I don't think anything that we do kind of mixes too much. He doesn't really talk to the designers and, I don't know, look at all the fashion blogs and <laughs> talk to the bloggers and things like that. So, yeah. I, I presume fashion probably bores into tears, especially women's fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Happy with the code. Okay, well, maybe you can take me back in time a little bit, uh, Madeline. Um, so you know, even how you two met is probably a great place to start since it's a partnership and you, you have the good combination of a, a creative person and a technical person there working yeah. together. So did you meet in university? or? Um, we did. We met in first year. Um, we both studied, I think it was introduction to macroeconomics. I had to do it and he did it for fun. So that says a lot about him. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's how we met. And um, at the time he was, I think he just, he'd always worked for himself and was doing a um, project with a training company in Brisbane. So, okay, yeah, so that's how we met at university. Now you met, as most people normally do, I, you know, just as friends and then I can't imagine that when the talk about having a business came into it. Is that something that just casually was in, in discussion or was he into business before this? Or um, Yeah, well, he's run his own business since he was about 16. So for him, it was a lot more, um, I guess, natural. But we didn't really start Wiki Fashion off to be a business. He kind of... Um, I don't know, it was, it, like I said, it was more of a side hobby and he helped me with the code. And then later on, um, we turned it into a business and he's my co-founder. So it wasn't something that we started off thinking, okay, we can make heaps of money out of this and like start a business right. together. So what was it just like you're into fashion and, you know, maybe like why not do a blog or why not just you know, read forums and contribute. Why do you, uh, why do you wiki? What, where'd that well, from? I think, um, I guess I'm a bit of a geek too. And obviously, like um, studying economics and being an economist, I did like the theoretical side of economics and like data and things like that. So I really sort of saw the, like with Wikipedia, I don't know if you've ever looked for fashion on there, but it's really lacking. Um, and so I think... And a lot of blogs and, um, like, big fashion media sites are very top-down. There wasn't anywhere for people to sort of contribute and make their own space. I mean, there's some, um, like, fashion sort of style communities, like Lookbook and um, Chictopia and things like that, but nothing that's, I wouldn't say media, but, like, an actual um, central fashion resource. And so that's why we decided to make that. Okay, so before, I mean, I'd like to hear about how you, you two set it up together, but maybe for the people who are listening to this who don't actually even understand what Wiki Fashion is, I probably should okay. ask this at the beginning. What is it? <laughs> okay, so Wiki Fashion is a central resource for fashion, and it works in a similar way to Wikipedia. So anyone can sign up and contribute um, in the Wiki syntax. Um, yeah, so that's basically what it is. It's a Wiki for fashion, so it's an edible editable site for fashion yeah and you can eat it too uh, yes edible <laughs> please don't eat your computers <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so now I'm I'm well versed with starting forum communities and, and obviously blogs and uh, not never done a wiki, but I can imagine there's the same challenges with getting traction and getting people yes. to actually contribute. So can you take us back? I'm assuming you said it was more like a hobby. So yeah. I mean, your boyfriend must have set up the wiki software and then you started adding clothes into it. Was that pretty much how it began? Yeah, well... Um... I'm a member of a forum called the Vogue Forums in Australia and they had about, I think they have about 200,000 contributed um, members now. But um, back then they used to have this thing where they would add, um, like create Flickr albums for the clothing that they'd purchased and it was just a really big mess. And so that was one of the things I did. I gave our very first user, actually, that we sent it to. Um, she used it for Alana Hill. So all of the items that people purchased from Alana Hill, she'd organise it into wiki fashion albums. And she's used it, I think, every single day since then. So for almost three years. And it kind of just grew from there. I guess people sort of had a need for it. Um, yeah, so I found a lot of people off forums and then also... Um, a lot of fashion bloggers, we have about, um, our last count, there was about 600 of them that have I Love Wiki Fashion badges. So they'll come on and they'll add information about their blogs and then stick around and add information about their favorite designers and um, like fashion history and things like that. Okay. Why are they willing to do this? Just because just they love fashion? Um. I don't know. <laughs> They're very obsessive about it. Some of our users, are. I think, yeah, I, um, well, like I said, the bloggers, they can add information about themselves. And I think, I don't know, the same reason why people on Wikipedia like to add information about things. It's kind of just, it gives them some value. I mean, they don't earn money from it, but I don't know, they're contributing in a way and I think that's what they enjoy and they're part of a community and they're the first members. I think they really like how it's grown and they've sort of um, helped spread the word. Mm. I can imagine if, if you do feel like you're an authority on a, a certain label or a certain style or, or just in fashion in general, you would almost feel obligated to have the right information in a wiki. If, if it's yeah. the main one, you, you just want to be the... Like and same with Wikipedia, I presume. Like you, you wouldn't go and read like the, um, you know, the history of Albert Einstein. You see something wrong, it's probably like, oh, I got to change that. And having the ability to do that must be, you know, empowering, which is probably why wikis have worked so well. But I have to yeah. admit, usually there's a bit of a like a, a tipping point with where you get enough users that there's a, you know, when someone first comes to Wiki Fashion, there has to be something there in the first place for them to see. Yeah, well, a sorry, a yeah. lot of um, our users come because they find our pages through search, like through Google. So then they'll come and they'll see spelling mistakes or a collection missing, things like that. So, and also through um, blogging, blogger badges as well. Mm -hmm. That, yeah. that blogger badge is a great idea because yeah, it brings people back to your site. So is it safe yeah. to say that most of your growth has been organic, you know, word of mouth and search engines? Um, yeah, definitely word of mouth. And also, obviously, there was a lot of, um, I guess, um, seeding of the wiki by me at the start. I did a lot of pages, um, and that really helped the organic growth like through search and things like that. But I think it was mostly... 
um, bloggers telling other bloggers about it and also um, people from fashion forums. Okay, and when you say seeding, you're just creating pages in the wiki? Yeah, yeah. And this is all because you know about fashion, so it's just some text, the pictures, and away you go. Yeah, exactly. So I'll use information from all over the place. So um, a library book or um, a video I've seen or something um, from the internet and sort of just compile it all together. Okay. So how many years now has this been going for? Um, we started it back in 2008 and that was before it was officially launched and we launched it in about um, July 2009. Okay. When did the, like you talked about like a hobby, when did you decide it could be a business? When, oh, when did I quit my job? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Um, okay, so I should probably... Probably about 2010. So it was about six months before I thought that, realized like that it was getting quite popular. Right. So can you give us, like when you say quite popular... I mean, for you to quit your job, you obviously had to see the potential for you to at least make a living from it, right? Yes, of course. So what gave you the, the confidence that you could have a, a shot at doing that? Um, I think just the fact that we got so many people at the start using it and quite frequently. And like I said, our very first contributor, she's still using it to this day. Um, I mean, it's not, it's not huge numbers compared to, like, big fashion sites who have um, like 30 staff members but um, I think I could see a lot of potential in it and I didn't really it was at the stage where I kind of had to let it go or do it full time mm. so I decided to do that full time because I really didn't want to be an economist anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's an easy choice. <laughs> yeah. Okay now despite that it's still got to be a bit scary jumping ship. You know, I've done a lot of inter interviews with a lot of entrepreneurs and that moment where you go, you know what, I, I love this business. I'm not sure if it can make enough money though. I don't know if I can risk not having a salary anymore. Were you afraid of that sort of situation or you know, are you in a situation in your personal life where you know, you're living with your parents or something like that where it hasn't been too, too much of a stressful point? Oh, no. Um, I haven't lived with my parents since I was about 17, so I always had to support myself. Um, I guess it was pretty scary, but not as scary as being completely bored senseless for the rest of my life, so <laughs> I figured it was a pretty easy choice. Okay. And I was pretty young, so if everything um, went bad, I could go get another job, so okay. it's not too bad. So how does, how does a site like Wikifashion actually make money? Um, so at the moment we make money through advertising revenue and then also sponsored um, content, so like on our blog and also with events and things like that. Now I came across you, uh, I can't remember exactly when or what specifically, but I do remember you getting quite a bit of press coverage, um, in particular like Brisbane Times, I think I've seen even yeah. a column or something there, and you, you have events as well, or events brought to you by Wiki Fashion, so you seem quite involved in, in the community here, and this, this gives me the feel of, uh, I guess like a startup company that you're trying to hopefully grow big at some point so you're not you're not really bootstrapping are you you kind of want to you know get funding hire a lot of people increase the size of the website um, that sort of thing yeah 
Yeah, I mean, probably not hire a lot of people, but we do, um, we are looking to raise funds in terms of being able to take Wiki Fashion to the next level. So the moment we only have the one developer, which is Cohen, and we definitely need some more in terms of um, fixing up the usability of it because it's a little bit difficult for some of our contributors who are not as tech savvy to sort of navigate. So those are some things that we're, um, we're looking to do when we raise some funds. Okay. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that we want to hire heaps of people and be a huge company, but yeah, we do want to hire some more people to um, make it a lot more usable, user-friendly. So, uh, and, you know, if you don't, don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but um, are you able to, as a, you two in a partnership, can you live off Wiki Fashion at the moment or do you still need to grow it a bit more? Um, we do need to grow it a little bit more. At the moment, it can sustain myself, but um, not my co-founder. Okay. Oh, that's, yeah. that's still, as a worst-case scenario, you can sit there and run a wiki and, and make a living, which is... Yeah, exactly, and that's what we started out at, at the beginning. We didn't ever sort of think, oh, let's start a wiki and make heaps of money. It wasn't, like, the best-case scenario was to be able to sustain my living, so mm. okay. I think that's good. And um, also, in the near future, we're looking to relocate to New York because um, a lot of our... Like designers that we work with are in New York and a lot of our users are there and we've had quite a few people that are quite confused that we're based in Brisbane because they just assumed we were based in New York so a few things have not fallen through but I guess it's a little bit harder to um, network with people and um, you know build partnerships with people when they're all in New York so Yes, I can yeah. Brisbane's probably not the biggest hub of fashion in terms no, of... No, it's not. You know, so... Or tech, really, so... No, but I, I think you can get away with tech without being in a certain country, necessarily, where fashion, I mean, yeah. you, you, need, you, you probably need to be attending the fashion events and, and connecting with people, because um, I, I, it's, it's a fairly close-knit community, I presume, the fashion world, so... Yeah, um, you know, what is it? Fashion Week in New York, Fashion Week in Milan, and just that's what happens, right? It just travels around mm -hmm. the world and, and so on, um, which would be amazing. It's it's a shame we we lose these Brisbane people going overseas, but yeah, it, I know that's the way it is. Um, I am curious in terms of like, uh, you know, you, you're planning on growing the business and moving to New York. Do you think, um, you know, because you, I know you talked uh, briefly about getting funding. It, for people who are in Australia, because I'm going through this myself right now, that it's something you ha should consider is moving over to America, maybe San Francisco, if you're doing a startup. Mm -hmm. Is that like is that your experience? Because you've probably been uh, speaking to a lot of other startup companies. Yeah, I mean, we went over to San Francisco back in September to talk to some people about this, and our reception was, well, "Why aren't you in New York?" Because you know, that's, we are, we're not really a tech company. We're at the heart of it. We're more fashion and media. So um, that's why we've decided that we'd like to move to New York. But I think definitely for people wanting to do startups that are more tech, San Francisco is definitely the place to be. There's such a huge network of even Aussies over there, which is amazing. Mm, yeah, yeah. And perfect. so many Brisbane people as well. That's, that's pretty amazing to hear that it's not a big place. So, okay, no. now um, in terms of 
you know, uh, the, the entrepreneur lifestyle. <laughs> Madeline, could you uh, <laughs> maybe give us an input on uh, how you live your life at the moment? What's it like to, you know, be an entrepreneur running a wiki about fashion in particular? It might be a little bit different, you know, I, to one about blogging, for example, what I write about. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not attending fashion events. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, I think it's probably not as glamorous as it sounds. I spend most of my day um, from my home office um, working um, talking to designers um, in New York and also I like to look for emerging designers as well, so in Australia and um, overseas. So, yeah, a lot of my day is talking to our contributors and helping them out and then also finding designers and then um, talking to journalists for, like, press and things like that. And then um, I guess because there's not too many events in Brisbane, I don't really go... Um, like to fashion shows and things like that. So that's why um, we started the Brisbane Fashion Meetup group. So I have that once a month. Yeah. So other than that, I'm basically changed to my computer. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. It, it, Probably not too different to a side of app blogging. No. Well, I, I like to go to cafes just to mix it up. Yeah. But, you know, I'm sure you do as well. I can never find free Wi-Fi. That's a challenge in Brisbane. It is. Yeah. I could point you Even, to it. Even Starbucks charges. So. I can point you to a few in West End where I live if you're ever curious. But um, You mentioned press there. Were you referring to press for Wiki Fashion or just the labels that you're covering? Oh, so um, labels, I talk to their, their press, their PR um, girls. So they'll contact me and want to do, so for like sponsorships and um, advertising and things like that when we work with them and... Um, making sure that their collection pages are correct and things like that if they want to edit anything because I usually sort of help them get started on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What have you found has been the most difficult thing with this whole process of, of being an entrepreneur online in the fashion industry? Um, I think probably the most difficult aspect is oh, just... I don't know. It's. Um, you do love it all? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it's difficult to sort of get ahead because there are so many fashion websites. I mean, I don't want to. I don't think that we're even close to the top of fashion in terms of fashion sites. There are so many awesome ones, but I think it's really hard to keep plugging away on something when you feel like no one's really noticing it so that's something that's that has been difficult in the past but I think it's getting a lot easier now because we are starting to be um, recognized in the fashion industry. Mm. I can imagine it, it, the potential to cover everything given you're a, a wiki you, you feel like I mean Wikipedia has attempted to cover everything which is pretty amazing and they've done a good yeah. job of it you can almost type in anything there and get some form of information about it so yes. you obviously feel the same pressure to have every single fashion label ever in existence yeah. covered it can, it can get very overwhelming especially when I decide to make a random page I don't know what to pick because I can there's so many things to choose from Right, so, so yeah. really, uh, the hope is that you'll just continue to attract more and more contributors who will exactly, yeah. So that's time. what I that's what I spend my time on. I can't I can't do the whole thing myself. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, well, it'll be exciting to see where it goes. Uh, what on that note? Wh- where would you, you know, let, uh, I hate to put a timestamp on things, but in the, the near future, where would you like to see Wiki Fashion go? Um, well, in the near future, I'd love to be able to relocate our team to New York. Um, we'd like to hire someone that's very familiar with MediaWiki so we can make it a lot more user-friendly um, and also just, yeah, so make it more user-friendly, build out the community, so the forum, make sure our users are able to communicate with, with each other easily and also just... Um, We're also going to be creating, um, like, changing the wiki so that people can edit it like WikiHow, so with forms, so it'll be a lot easier for brands to be able to launch their collections. So that's something we want to do. So we want to be a resource for brands to launch their collections each season. So that's something in the very near future that we're going to be launching. Okay, awesome. So clearly there's things to do. Um, wrap it up with, with one last question, Madeline. I'm, I'd really like to get input for the, the people listening to this and not just to stereotype at all, but certainly the girls, the women yeah. listening to this who are interested in entrepreneurship because I, I don't feature a lot of uh, women entrepreneurs on my podcast simply Okay. Aren't, there aren't as many, yep. <laughs> so when when there's an opportunity for uh, another woman to to be on a call and talk about her experiences, um, I'd love to hear your feedback. If you can imagine, they're sitting here listening to you talk right now, and they're sort of umming mm-hmm. and eyeing about, especially should I quit my job to go start a business? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe the the most important uh, tip you would give them, especially because I'm expecting tech is a challenge. I don't think you can say go and get a, a tech oriented boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good answer. <laughs> no. Um, I'd definitely say to get out in the community. There are so many people, even though I don't put Brisbane down, but I love Brisbane. There are so many intelligent people here, and I think go out and talk to as many people as you can and tell them your idea. And most people are really willing to help and give you feedback and Um, tell you what you might do or point you in the direction of a technical person or um, other business partners, things like that. So I think it's really important to go and um, talk to people. So if you're looking for a a tech founder, go to some, um, I don't know, go to the Brisbane um, developer meetup and things like that. There's a whole heap you can find them on meetup. But yeah, that's probably my number one tip. And of course, for everyone listening who's not from Brisbane, which is actually yeah, not from Brisbane. <laughs> Sorry, of my audience are not from Brisbane, oh. so certainly Meetup.com well, is a great site yeah, for meetups. Meetup. Yeah, it is amazing. And do you think you know, I've been to quite a few Meetup events full of tech people, and I've I've always wondered though whether um, you know, like I'm assuming you can't just go up and say, "Hey, would you like to be my partner in my?" Oh, tech I don't startup? do that. <laughs> how would you How would you, you know, figure out who's a good person to work with? Because a partner is a big deal. Yeah, I think spend a lot of time in the community before you do something like that. Maybe even try to teach yourself how to program. Um, I know that sounds difficult, but I'm starting to do that myself. I think if the more you understand it, the more you'll know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but definitely don't go straight up to a programmer and say, hey, I've got a great idea. Do you want to program it? Because they probably won't like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. Um Madeline, we haven't actually mentioned the domain name. Where can we find out uh, everything that you're doing? Yeah, so just go to wikifashion.com. 
That's a good domain name. Easy to remember that. So yes, awesome. very easy. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Any last things you want to add before we wrap it up? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. Well, thank you very much for joining me on the call, and I, I wish you in Wiki Fashion um, strong growth. And um, even if you are, le you know, leaving us to go to New York, I can, you know, if you're from Brisbane, so it's forgivable. And, um, <laughs> thank yeah, you. I'll be keeping an eye on it because I've certainly been seeing quite a bit of press coverage here and there about what you're doing, and it's you know all startups in Brisbane. I, I love to hear about that. So uh, thank you for sure. sharing your your short story. Yeah. Thank you for interviewing me. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Madeline Veenstra, and please do check out her Wiki Fashion website to see what she's getting up to. If you're interested in hearing more interviews like this with successful entrepreneurs, internet marketers, bloggers, and information marketers, please visit my blog, which is entrepreneurs-journey.com, or you can Google my name, which is Yarrow, Y-A-R-O, and you will find over five years' worth of uh, interviews and uh, past success stories from other very successful people. Thank you for listening to this, and I'll speak to you very soon. Bye-bye.